word came, Jehu said, yep, I'm going to agree with God. Somebody in this place is going to stop arguing with the greatness that God wants to pour out on you. You say, I'm not a preacher. I'm not a teacher. I'm not this. I'm not that. I got news for you. God will choose whom God will choose. If God said, Usher, get ready. I hear a preacher. I hear God say that there's a teaching anointing on you. I'm sitting there watching this gold flash on your shirt, but I got news for you. I heard God say that he's put you with able-bodied men and that God said that you're not just going to hold open the door. You're going to tell them about the door. You're going to tell them how it opens. You're going to work the hinges. I hear God say that you are a man in position, positioned by God for great things. God said this is not all that there is. God said study to show yourself approved, a workman that needeth not be a shame to rightly divide the word of God because this young generation is coming and it's not what you do here it's what you do at home it's that prayer language in the car it's that tape it's that video game uh, that goes on in the house I, you know, I know this sounds funny but I hear God say holiness that you've set purity there's a standard that's going to be followed and I hear God say Papa leave some big footprints because you've got a generation that's coming up behind you not just your natural children but supernatural children and young men especially are going to be getting around you and I hear God say that what you thought you would do then you're about to do now and I heard God say it's time for the backbone I see that God told me to tell you you made a stand and God said I've got your back son I've got your back and I hear God saying I see you just standing that you refuse to lose and this is a season of standing and I heard God say that rich is about to get rich Rich in God, rich in the earth, things are about to change. Things are about to increase. What you had to let go of, it's because God's got more. Oh, I hear God say there's more. God said there's some Jehus in this house. There's some Jehus in this house. There's some Jehus in this house. That when other people rose up to talk about leadership, you said, I ain't listening. To you. Go ahead and go. You said, go ahead and go. I ain't going. I know where God put me. You heard their murmurs, you heard their complaints, and you just stood there. You said, yep, I'll usher you right on out. And you didn't go with them, and you didn't run your mouth. And you kept the back, you kept the guard. God has faithful men, Jehu. And what I love is, is he a fast driver? Yes. See? <laughs> You're going to see why I'm asking that in a minute. Because Jehu likes to speed. Boston. I love that word. God's going to bust this wide open. This is so good. This is so, so, so good. It's, it's better than you think. I know we're going to go over here to verse 30, but go with me real quick. It's verse 16. Because God had to remind me that there's a Jehu in this house. There's a Jehu pastor in this house. There's some Jehu women in this house. There's some people that's warriors that God's anointed. There's some things that God's doing, some things you never thought you were. You wouldn't call yourself a Jehu, but what you do betrays you. You ain't got to say nothing. Just the way you roll. Just the come on, somebody said, just the way I roll. Yeah. Just the way I roll. Oh, yeah. Come on. I love this. It says, Jehu rode in a chariot went to Jezreel for Joram. That was the one that was anointed. He was already king. And Ahaz, the king of Judah, was come down to see Joram. And it said, there stood a watchman on the tower in Jezreel. Come on, somebody. You need to know that there's watchmen. There's watchmen in this place. There's watchwomen in this place. There's people that are praying. There's people that are watching what's going on. I heard God say that there's been a war in this house over this last season. 
There's people that you love that left. And they left for stupid reasons. They left because they were offended. But let me tell you something. God will always make room for what's coming. God don't need placeholders in the kingdom. Remember that if Joram, he was a placeholder. He was by natural birth. He was the one that should have been there. He refused to, to do what God wanted. God said, I got a Jehu coming. And it said there stood a watchman on the tower in Jezreel, and he spied the company of Jehu. That means Jehu, that was how he rolled. You know when you see people like I talked about my God squad, that's how we roll. We roll with the God squad. And it says he came and said, I see a company. And Joram said, take a horse and send him to meet them and let him say, is it peace? And it says that the one on horseback that went to meet him said, wrote out to the king, is it peace? And Jehu said, what is thou to do with peace? Turn thee behind me. And the watchman told him, saying, the messenger comes again, but come not again. And he set out a second time on horseback. And he said, is it peace? I got news for you. The devil will show up saying the same thing over and over and over. Don't agree with the devil. If you agree with the devil, it'll get you in trouble every time. But Jehu does this. Jehu says, listen, you're wanting peace? He said, uh-huh. He said, you're about to see what God's going to do. He said, watch how I roll. I got news for somebody. Jubilee is going to have a sound, and they're going to watch how you roll. They're going to watch how you roll up into situations. They're going to watch how you roll up into problems. They're going to watch how you roll up into the hospital when somebody's sick, and they know who to call on because they know the prayer life you got. They know the word down inside of you. You're going to roll up on situations because there's a Jehu anointing. I come today to tell you there's a Jehu anointing in this house. This house is full of warriors. Whether you know it or not, there's people that are change agents of the Most High God. The reason I told you about Epcot is because my natural, that natural thing changed because a supernatural woman full of the power of God showed up praying. The supernatural yes, yes, man showing up. Yes. Things are about to shift and change because oh, you're yes. showing up. You're not yes, showing up on. like you. You're oh, showing up because you got some yes, oil. Yes, you got yes. some work. And if you work the word, the word works. You work the oil. The oil works. Somebody needs to know that God's not done. My God, give God a praise. Yeah. Yeah. somebody to say, Watch how I roll. Yeah. You're about to roll up on some situations, roll up on some families. They've been messed up, wrecked up, telling you, I don't know if it takes all that. Tell them, say, Watch how I roll. about to get there. I ain't invited to much. Imagine that. <laughs> they come. Here's my whole family. They're drinking their little deals, whatever it is. I pull up the driveway. Oh, God. Oh, put it away. She's here. <laughs> Who told you? Holy Ghost. <laughs> Watch how I roll. Oh, yes. See, oh, you're going to yeah. roll up like God. So you got to know that the anointing's on you. you got to work from God. I'm here as a prophet. I'm here as that nameless, faceless one. Some of you know me, some of you don't, but I'm here to tell you, just like that messenger told Jehu, you got some work to do. Watch how you roll. Ooh, some things, there's going to be a wrap-up anointing. Come on, somebody. Some, how many of you got something you're sick of dealing with? 
You're tired of it. You want it to change. You've been waiting on God. See, let me tell you what this was. When Jehu come to the scene, years ago, Elijah prophesied against Jezebel. He said, you're going to be in a place where the dogs are going to lick up your blood and chew on your flesh. There ain't even going to be nothing to bury. He said, Jezebel, he said, where you used to be. You know, Elijah, uh, the first one, prophesied it, right? Let me tell you where this is, about 10 years later. Some of you are at the end of your wait. See, Israel was at the end of its wait. Jezebel had had a say-so, and people see the prophet prophesied. And that happened. And see, here's the thing, and they're waiting for, they're waiting. They saw Ahab die. They're seeing all this stuff happening. They're like, now, wait a minute. Elijah said Jezebel is going to be killed. Dogs are going to eat her flesh and lick her bones. It ain't going to be no one to bury her. And she's still sitting where she always was. God, how long? How long do you got to wait? How long? How long? And we'll hear people say, oh, Elijah, you better go deal with that Jezebel. I got news for you. It was never Elijah's job. It was just his job to prophesy. Yeah. But I got news for you. The next generation was rising up. They heard the prophecy. They heard the prayer. They saw saw what was going on. They said, how long, oh God? But there's another generation. That oil that used to be on Elijah was now on Elisha. That Elisha generation oil was now on the nameless, faceless that went back and found the Jehu one. If you know you're a Jehu in this house, somebody wave at me. Somebody get your hand in the air as a prophetic sign that you're going to do what God says to do. You're going to fight and do what God says to fight. That you'll go where he says and do what he tells you to do, touch somebody and say, that's how I roll. That's how we roll. Come on. Imagine getting up at somebody in your face at school. They look at you and start talking to you, da, 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 telling you this, telling you that. You just walk by them and say, hey, that's how I roll. See, let me tell you you got to take the word of God and make it cool. <laughs> they see me coming in my place, they're like, oh, jeez. See, I'll tell you what, I have so much anointing that the people that saved him, that ain't saved in my family will almost speak in tongues to get rid of me. <laughs> I told him, I said, you know, if you pray, connect to God, I might get out of here. <laughs> I was up with my mom, and my aunt rolled up, she went, Lisa. She's the one that took the hit in the 60s and never come off the bomb. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. I said, you ready to get saved, Deb? I think I am saved. She said, there's many. I said, don't even go there. I mean, I just start. She just, but what's funny is my mom needed a, a little bit of medical assistance. I couldn't give her. My aunt's in home health care. Imagine that. My mother had a torn retina. Now, mind you, I give good presents like Bibles for Christmas. You know, hallelujah, giant print. No excuse. See, I got the Bible that if I put it on the ground, 2 Kings 9, and against the wall, and him that is, I could actually probably read it better on the But my mom, I, I love my mom. my mom. My mom is something else, but she has really led a life that does not look like I should be her daughter. I'll just leave it there. I used to call her Casino Kathy, and her name's Diana. 
But my mom, praise God, you know, we, we had the privilege and honor of leading her to the Lord. But she's just saved. You know what I mean? She's still kind of hanging out in the threshold a little bit. Like she's over there doing the Holy Ghost hokey pokey. Put your left foot in, hallelujah, and maybe close I want to smoke a cigarette, I'm going to stand on this side of the door, and then I'll come back in and get the mouthwash, and then we give it all the child. You know, so what's funny is for Christmas, I give her this huge giant print Bible. Because she wanted a Bible she could read. And I said, well, Mom, this one you don't need to read her. You could read it. And it's pretty heavy. And what's funny is my mom, I went over to her place, and it, before I left for Florida, it had dust on it. I said, you know, if you get that dust off your Bible, you'll get some healing in your life. And, and she's like, Lisa. Her and my aunt used to get together, and i come, they'd be like, oh, God. <laughs> but it's how I roll, that Jehu anoints my I'd say, my God, there's more than one Jezebel over here. I'd be in there, shun, da 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 give them saved Jesus. Praying and doing, because that's how I roll. No matter where I go, you're going to hear about God. No matter what, what, what conversation, how's the weather? God says it's bright and sunny, hallelujah, and in him is the light, and there's no shadow of turning. You know, I'm always going to throw a little thing in the scripture in there. You know, but it also gets me the eye roll. I said, you eye roll, because that's how I roll. <laughs> and I'm telling you, God started talking to me about this anointing, about Jehu. They didn't need a prophet. So I started buying Bibles, started giving them out. Went to Ollie's for all of you that said, that Bible was $16. Not at Ollie's. Yeah, right. So I went in there and got this good Bible from Ollie's, right? My gift to mom. And dusted it off for her. My mom, while she had two eyes, let dust get on it, right? She tears a retina. Now, moms, did you ever read Psalm 2, daughter? <laughs> yeah, why have the heathen raged and imagine if anything against the Lord and against his Christ? Yeah, I read that time I did. She said, that's a pretty good song. That's where we're at right now. She got one eye, and now she don't read the Bible. Amen. I said, you know you're biblical, right? That if your eye be single, then your body's full of lights? She goes, oh. I said, isn't it funny? And I started talking to her about the anointing that was on that. She didn't know that Jehu is a Jehovah's sneaky anointing. Sometimes it would just ride fast as a piece. <laughs> I would just start, she'd say, God, don't judge me. <laughs> I said, Calvary, was your judge 2,000 years ago. I said, it's an innocent. I said, won't you accept that blood? I told him, you know, and I mean, I always have something to say. Can you tell? And, uh, that's how you roll. That's how I roll. <laughs> somebody touched somebody said, that's how I roll. Come on, you got to prophesy. Come on, everybody got to do this or I'm not letting you out of here to, to dinner. Like Did you hear him prophesy? She's windy. She's windy. That does feel really good. But seriously, come on, prophesy. Touch somebody and look at them and say, that's how I roll. Even too cool for school. Come on. Come on. That's how I roll. Come on. Come on. That's how I roll. Say it. How I roll. Come on. That's how I roll. See? I'm telling you, God's doing it. You think, see, because you ain't got to be like, oh, God, holy, most high. You ain't got to do that at school. You just walk up, know your hands anointed. That's how I roll Jesus in me. <laughs> I mean, I make Jesus aggressive. He was a hard body. He was a hard body. 
the Jesus over in the corner that ain't riding like in the remember the old movies where Jesus would be all in the corner weak. Yeah. Long oh, hair and blue line. Jesus was a stonemason carpenter. He was a brute. I've been on mountains that Jesus took his disciples up that exceedingly high mountain. I was like, thank you, Jesus, for the transportation. And all I did is I got to the top, I was like, oh, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. I mean, not only did he walk, he could build. Most of them say when we talk about carpenters, he built with hard stuff. He didn't just build wood, he built with stone. I'm telling you, some of you are going to go home like Jesus carpenters because they've been hard stuff. You thought they were wood, but they're really stone. Chisel away, chisel away. But the reason I love this is because the whole time he's saying, is it peace, is it peace, is it peace? And the watchman comes. Go down with me to verse 20. And the reason I'm saying this is because when I know there's a Jehu anointing, when I look to you, he said, I'm going to make rich, rich. He said, there's a Jehu on you. There's some things that you say, oh, handarabashaka, just, just like you, Pastor. I'm telling you, Pastor Tommy's a Jehu. There's some Jehu women in here. Just like this mighty woman of God, there's a Jehu woman. Shine knows. She knows how to do a cutoff anointing. Some of you need to go see her. See, so remember I said, are you sick of it? There's a wrap-up anointing. Have you ever had to go and uh, go to Hershey and take the little chocolate ride? Remember that little ride? It's a free one. You ain't got to buy a ticket. You take your kids even when it's snowing. Guess what? My grand girl makes me go there, right? I was in the line. I was sitting there. I was like, oh, God. I said, watch here again. And she's like, there he is. Calvin makes them look oh, Calvin. And like, I know the song because I've done it so much. Right? Why do I have to do it every time? My girl wants the free candy. I said, I'll buy you candy. I don't need to get back on that ride. Get you a candy bar. She said, no, I want that one up there. I said, why? She said, it's just different. And while I was going through the last time, God said to me, he said, pay attention. He said, there's something in here. I'm like, yep, that's how we roll. That's how she rolls on the chocolate world. Hurts in. This is how we make the chocolate. And this is the roast. And this is the cacao. And this is the milk from the dairy. I'm like, ah, Jesus, again on this ride. And it only goes about two seconds. Like, literally, it's, and here's the walk. <laughs> it's literally that slow, right? God started telling me, pay attention. I'm like, okay, God. Oh, it's the process, God. Hallelujah, this is good. He goes, no, nope, not that. Shut up. <laughs> I said, oh, it's the heat, the fire of God. Nope, not that either. Shut up. Pay attention. As God talks to me like I talk to me. And so I'm sitting there, and we're going through, and I heard this last bit, and all the chocolate's coming down the conveyor belt, and it goes through this little thing, and it starts giving it a wrap-up. starts putting wrappers on it. God said, now, pay attention. I said, why? He said, pay attention. I'm like, ding, 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 ding. Okay, we're almost to the end. All I'm thinking of is, praise God, this ride is almost over. I'm here to prophesy to somebody today, this is almost over. I'm here to tell you, Jehu, things are about to change. Things are about to shift. What you've been used to, maybe some of you for the last 10 years, it's almost over. God's getting ready to wrap some things up. Because what happened is, is when we got off, they were handing out new kisses. They had all these different kinds of kisses. And they gave my girl, normally they're supposed to give you one, but that day they gave her three or four different kinds of kisses because she was like, oh, look at the pretty colors. And the girl that was there, I don't think that she realized what she was doing to a prophet's granddaughter, but she handed her a purple one and a pink one. And she began to tell her what's on the inside. And God said this, that they all got the same anointing at the end. I got news for you. Before God will hand you anything, he wraps it up just like when he went to the cross and he stood there hung between two. He said it is finished. There was a wrap up anointing on that. There was a place where what was comes to an end. What was raw gets finished. God wants me to tell you he don't give you something raw. That woman didn't put empty kisses in my hand. In my hand and her hand. You know 
why? Because they wrapped them up. I got news for you. The glory of it is the fact that you're going to unwrap a victory. You're going to unwrap what God promised you. Some of you are about to taste and see that the Lord is good. While I was on that ride, I said, yeah, God, this is how we roll. Like my prayer life. But God said, no, right at the end, there's something that's going to happen. Pay attention. I got news for you. The reason things are moving, the reason things are shaking is because Jehu's showing up. And just like Jesus, when he went to the cross, he said, it is finished. When we got there, they didn't put raw chocolate in my hand. I probably still ate it. Most people wouldn't. But let me tell you something. Oh, you don't even know. I've been like, never mind. <laughs> What do they do? They wrap it up before they hand it to you. When Jesus went to the cross and said, it is finished, God wrapped it up before he handed it to you. See, God began to talk to me about Jehu. He said things in the kingdom were about to be wrapped up. And when I looked at Rich and I saw that Jehu anointing, I looked at Pastor Tom, saw that Jehu anointing, looked back here at Kim and put this pose of him. My God, Jesus is good looking. I got news for you. What you've been waiting on, what God prophesied to you for the last three or four years, you're about to see it. I hear God say, make room. I hear God say, make room. It's coming, it's coming, it's coming. And God said that this is a season of shifting and changing. God said, don't worry about it because before you have to unwrap anything, he said, I'm getting ready to give you a gift. He said, it's going to unwrap miracles, a gift that's going to unwrap future, a gift that's going to unwrap provision, a gift that's going to unwrap joy, a gift that's going to unwrap. My God, you're going to be walking around going, taste and see that the Lord is good. Touch somebody and say, mm. Mm, and say that's how I roll I'm telling you this Jehu in the house I prophesy it Jehu anointed Jehu didn't have to say a whole lot if you hear Jehu he ain't got a lot to say but what he got to say comes with power I gotta prophesy to somebody today that while we're in here talking about putting natural on the supernatural where you gotta prophesy where you gotta just see it and say it and do something and put feet on it that's what happened to him he didn't just let the oil sit on his head he didn't say well I ain't gotta do nothing I'm anointed I come today to tell you Jezebel got to die Jehu get on your horse it's time to ride it's time to roll out come on somebody touch somebody and say that's how I roll I hear God say like the army roll out woo Shango vocal shatai Somebody's going to get excited. Somebody's going to go home and roll some stuff out. They're going to change the way things look. Because I love this part. Ooh, let's get to that next verse. This is so good. Woo, blah, 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 high day. Read verse 20 with me, and then we're going to hit 30. We're going to shout our way out. And so then the watchman told him, saying, He came even unto them, cometh not again. And the driving is like the driving of Jehu. The son of Nimshi, for he drives furiously. That's why I asked, are you a fast driver? Because when Jehu gets moving, 10 years ends. Come on, somebody. 10 years of mouth. 10 years of trouble. It's the end of one season and the start of a new. It's like unwrapping that chocolate that I never had before. Throwing it in my mouth. Tasting and seeing that God's good. Because the promise of God is yay and amen. And we're about to roll. Touch somebody and say that's how. Come on, how you rolling? <laughs> Woo, Shondo. You don't even know I can go 80s on you. 
I won't. I won't. Hold on. Blah, 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 blah. Say, I'm saved now, Jesus. Oh, my God. We used to say to somebody, we're rolling. Oh, my gosh. I'm rolling on the Holy Ghost. I'm rolling on the anointing. I'm rolling on the word of God. you got to understand, God didn't come to plant a word and nothing happens. Every seed got to grow. Even when you put a seed in the ground, it goes down before it comes up. You don't even know it. Once you pile dirt on it, let me tell you something. Some of you got so much dirt on you, they thought you was dead. No, you was just planted. You're about to come up. There's some stuff getting ready to move. Something's getting ready to happen. And what I'm telling you is this was 10 years, 10 years from the first word to the next time that you see that this woman sat, controlled kings, sold vineyards, lied on people, created a religion, had a table, Withstood prophets. This woman, even in the book of Revelations, it said, I know where Jezebel's seed are. That you've tolerated that woman that said she was a prophet, but she was a false prophet. Let me tell you something. That work comes against everything that God does. It calls God a liar. It calls God a lot of things. Let me tell you something. My God can't fail. He can't lie. He's never lost a battle. Oh, he might have a long war, but he ain't never lost. And he ain't about to start with your battle. He's not about to lose starting with your home, your victory, your job, your anointing, your kids. He ain't starting with you. He cannot lose. He cannot fail. He cannot lie. Yes. Jezebel's coming down. Touch somebody say, Jezebel's coming down. Because Jehu's rolling. Ooh, Shabbat. I love it. So they recognized it by how he rolled. See, that's what I love is the fact that there was already something in its place. Joram was already there. He said, okay, I'm anointed for somebody that's already holding my place, but I'm coming. Prophesied that thing, said, I'm coming. I'm coming. Things are going to change. Things are getting ready to move. I'm yes. coming. I'm telling you right now, God began to show me this and take this apart. And everybody started talking to me, and I said to God, they're, I mean, I start posting all this stuff about Jezebel because I'm studying. And they're like, who's the Jezebel? Please come on and tell me. What's going on? Who's the Jezebel? Point out. I said, well, the best way not to fight Jezebel is don't be one. Right now you're being one. Because if you want the other end of that gossip, knowing who I'm talking about, it might be you, Cinderella. <laughs> yeah. That shoe fits, wear it. Trust me, I got unfriended and blocked by three people. <laughs> I was like, Jezebel don't like Ahab. <laughs> I said, she likes Ahab. She don't like Elijah. <laughs> she, I said, she don't like Jehu. She don't like Elijah. I was going through the word. I said, come on, Holy Ghost. God started talking to me. I said, well, I said, I know who looking for it they have. I said, oh, they better watch out. They better watch out. And I'm telling you, when God started talking to me and I started putting that stuff on there, I said, let me tell you something. I said, it's time for transformation. Because if you're resisting the things of God, you want to know how we resist the things of God? What's on Netflix tonight? <laughs> See, I'm a documentary person. And I'm going to tell you something. I can get watching them documentaries on something. I don't, and I don't even believe in conspiracy theories. But about 4 o'clock in the morning, you're like, you know what? That Luminati thing might be something. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm being honest with you. Because you know what God told me? God said, when was the last time? He said, he goes, you're watching that. He said, you know, I want it for time, right? I said, yes, Lord. So I got down with me and God spent 24 hours today. Didn't sleep. You know, I just... Put the word in, but and here's me. God will say, "Wake up, Lisa," because I'm like, "What a friend when you have Jesus." He said, "Nope, you can sit up all night watching that documentary. You're gonna sit up and pray with me." I give God equal time. 
And God said to me, you done watching them stupid documentaries on Netflix? I said, yes, Jesus. I am done. But I sat up one night because I got hooked into watching this thing on on uh, conspiracies and, and all that stuff. And I was, because I was like, how do people believe that? Well, by four o'clock in the morning, some of it seemed like, yeah, babies. And God told me, he said, there's a Jezebel spirit on all that. He said, there's a Jezebel spirit on anything that pulls you out of my presence. That anything that keeps you from believing my word. That withstands the prophetic. That withstands the things of God. That pretends to be one thing and is not. Come to church and yet they ain't in church. They go through the motions. That's Jezebel. See, but Jehu, Jehu's a fighter. He's a warrior and he's got a and God began to talk to me. He said, how you're going to recognize them is how they roll. He said, how are they rolling? He said, when you come up on them in church, does the conversation instantly stop when you show up? There's certain groups that I walk up into, and they're like, hi, Sister Lisa. I'm like, oh, Rabbi Jezebel in her nest. Because if you can't talk to me about it, it ain't a surprise birthday party. We got some problems. My birthday ain't until September. Amen. I said, okay, we're going to deal with some stuff. And that's how I got started, going after this. And I said, God, I said, what's going on? And God started showing me you two. And there are people that loved you. But they ain't walking with you anymore because they got a Jezebel in their life that started talking in their ear. See, Jezebel got a whisper. And God began to talk to me, what's it take to get Jezebel out? It takes a Jacob. It don't take a prophet. Prophets come in and prophesy all kinds of crazy stuff and mess everything up. Let me tell you something. I'm here to complete, not compete. Yeah. I'm here to get along beside the anointing. I'm here to sew in. I'm here to, to, to stand beside of leaders and to support. Because why? The prophet, the prophetic, and the apostolic are the foundations of the church of God. That's right. Mm -hmm. So when I come in here, and I might have cute stuff to say about that's how I roll. Let me tell you something. Jezebel's on your work. Jezebel's in school. And everything that bears lipstick ain't a Jezebel. Jezebel can have muscles and be about six foot tall and a boy's foot. Yeah, come on. Come on. Yep. You can have a guy or a girl. Let me tell you something. I'm here not just to release an anointing for how you roll and the fact that you are a Jehu and that you're here to deal with stuff. Let me tell you something. I'm just going to throw it out there. You know there's witchcraft in this town? Oh, yeah. Okay, everybody's agreeing. Thank you, Jesus, that I'm not the word. <laughs> I rolled in here. I said, what is that dragon doing? I said, there is something wrong that there is a fight for the youth of this city. There's a fight for why churches compete against each other. There's a, Je there's a Jezebel spirit that wants to control Redline. Some of you need to go prayer walk in your town council like I did at God and say, no. Say, God, we're going we're gonna to set some time here. We're going to set God time. We're going to set a God clock. We're going to pray for our town. We're going to pray for our streets. We're going to say that what needs to go needs to go. That's why the brewery across the street had to move. You know why? Because they were letting us park in their parking lot. And I said, uh-uh, this needs to belong to the church. We will ask nobody selling beer can we park. <laughs> They're gone. Imagine that. See, because I said it. Because it don't belong to them. They can't sit and look in the front door of the church and be unaffected. I ain't got to stand and look out and see wrong things. Let me tell you something. Jezebel's coming down. Towns that have been locked up through mayors and school boards and all kinds of garbage that's coming down. Why? Because the Jehu church is rising up. 
the ones that roll, the ones that learn how to take, to take authority. Some of you commute out of this place and go to jobs. Let me tell you something. You're going to take a JU anointing. When you go into somebody's house to repair stuff, there's builders in this house. There's people that are connected with tools. Let me tell you something. Anoint your tools. Anoint your feet. Because wherever you go, they go. Wherever, oh, let me tell you something. All of heaven shows up when you show up. First John 4, 17, as he is, so are we in this world. Some of you need to know that Jehu's about to show up. You need to touch somebody and say, that's how I roll. I'm going to show up preaching. I'm going to show up talking. I'm going to show up prophesying. I'm going to show up praying. I'm going to show up quoting the word of God. I'm going to show up living a holy life. Because why? You're showing up like a Jehu. You're riding furiously. Let me tell you something. You know what defines you, Jehu? It's not what you run from, but what you run to. Let me tell you, if there's a problem, you know what Jehu does? Jehu doesn't run from it. Jehu runs to it. I've got a God word, and this is how I roll. It's going to go a Yahweh, not my way, not your way. It's going Yahweh. And Jezebel, you have no voice. You're coming down. 